Hi, I'm Jeb Blunt, author of People Buy You, and this is the Selling in a Crisis Daily Sales Briefing. Each day until this crisis is over, I'll be focusing on the topics that we're all worried about in this unprecedented time. How do I engage prospects the right way? How do I advance and close the opportunities in my pipeline? How do I find new markets? How do I protect my accounts? How do I keep my job? How do I maintain a positive mindset? And what do I need to do right now to come out on the other side of this crisis better than I am today? Welcome to the Daily Sell Briefing, Selling in a Crisis. It's uh, Friday Friend Day. Before we get started, I've been talking to a lot of people over the last couple of days, and so is my team. And it's not uncommon for us to find people who are feeling really down. And I can't blame you because the news has not been very good. We've got a lot more cases of the coronavirus coming on. 700,000 people lost their jobs in March, and April is going to be a tough month. And so there's every reason in the world to be down. You've been stuck in your house for a while. So it's human. And if you didn't feel a little bit down looking at all this, you probably wouldn't be human. However, there's a difference between being down and staying down. So if you get down, that's okay. Uh, but I've always had this, this basic I don't know, mantra that I that I tell myself, and that is it. That you can knock me down, I can feel down, I can get down, but if I can look up, I can get up. And yesterday afternoon, I felt a little bit down myself after looking at all the news, and so I went and started focusing on a project. And I'm writing a brand new book called Virtual Selling. I sat down, got my computer, got the words going, started focusing on taking action and doing something positive, and suddenly I felt a little bit better. And that'd be my advice to you: is that if you feel down, that's okay. But go do something that's positive. Go find some action, even if it's cleaning out a closet, that gives you the feeling that you've accomplished something. That's the daily, daily excuse me, that's the daily sales briefing. And I've got my good friend and the executive vice president of Sales Gravy on the phone with me. My Friday friend today is Keith Lubner, and Keith has a message for you. Go, Keith. Thanks, Jeb. Really, really looking forward to talking with everybody today. You know, Jeb's message is absolutely true. In fact, a couple of years ago, I wrote an article and the article was about endorphins and, and endorphins are basically the chemicals that release um, and make you feel good. So when you think about when you exercise, when you're out there and you exercise and you're running and typically when, when you get done that, you're on a runner's high where you feel really good. And it's because the endorphins are kicking in and they're making your body feel good. You know, especially now with, with all of this chaos that's going on right now, people are aching to feel good and salespeople are aching to feel good. Every single day I get phone calls and so does everybody on, on, on the team from salespeople aching to feel good. So how you do that in sales in particular is, is really simple. You know, and I call it sales endorphins. When you do activity in sales, when you actually do something in sales, when you pick the phone up, when you make a phone call, when you reach out, when you have some action. And Jeb talks a lot about this a lot, I talk about this a lot, but there's an interesting thing that happens. When that action occurs, your sales endorphins start to kick in. You naturally feel better as a result of that because you're, you have some action going on. Now, what also you need to think about is, is this, it's, and it's really interesting, Newton's third law. Newton's third law is for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction out there. So two things can occur. Because you're ha you have some action, you're going to feel good yourself, but you're also going to put some action out into the universe, and something's going to come back. 
You're going to build, build, build. You're going to have something good happen. So it's a double whammy, if you will. Your sales endorphins kick in and you feel good and you feel better. And there's going to be a reaction out there in the universe. You're going to get that activity going and it's going to help you not only now and um, in the future. Awesome. Excellent, Keith. Well, well said. So we have some questions. My producer over here, give us a question. From Jonathan on Sales Gravy, he asks, can you touch on thoughtful prospecting? I am struggling with 100% cold calls and trying to be empathetic while still maintaining the activity. Excellent. So uh, Keith, I'm going to throw this question to you. Jonathan on Sales Gravy asked a question. Can you talk about some thoughtful prospecting? I know that's something that you and our training team have been focused on. Jonathan's making pure cold calls, though, so he's not calling people that he already knows. And he's trying to balance moving forward or moving the ball forward, getting an appointment with being empathetic. And that can be a little bit of a tough balance, especially in this environment. Jeff, it can be a really tough balance. I mean, you, 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 if you're too empathetic, you're not doing yourself a, a service as a sales professional. And then if you're on the opposite side of it, if you're too brash, you're turning people off, especially in this time of crisis. So what, what we're telling people, what we're helping people out with their messaging is hit on the emotional elements of what's happening right now in the, in the world. You know, the, this crisis, people are stressed out. Some, you know, the emotions of being stressed out. People are fearful of how they're going to manage their, their workloads. They're fearful of, of how are they going to perform. They're fearful of a lot of things. So you want to touch on those emotions right out of the gate. And you just want to have conversations with people. Don't think of it as you're, you're calling them up to sell them on something. Think of it as you're calling them up and you're trying to help them. And you're building for the future. That, that's the advice we're giving people, and it's working because people are engaging and getting into more conversations. And quite frankly, they're thankful that, that you're calling because they're so disconnected. They're sitting in a bubble, and they don't have that human interaction. They're thankful that you're picking the phone up, that you're thoughtful with, with your message, that you're touching on the emotions that they're going through. They want to talk with people right now. It's just your mission. You got to get on the phone and, and, and make that phone call. Excellent answer, Keith. Thank you so much for that. Basically, he's trying to set up meetups um, even though he's dealing with the coronavirus and he's trying to meet in person or, or meet yes well I, I can answer that one Victor if, if the if the question is that you're trying to meet in person you're probably not and most people are not going to meet with you in person now we have some clients who are getting some in-person meetings uh, and those clients are working with uh, governmental agencies uh, in particular the military and working in healthcare. Now, what they're doing is they're setting up meetings in the parking lot. So they'll call up, say, I need to meet with you. Typically, they're selling something that's essential, and the person will come out in the parking lot. They maintain social distancing, and they can have a conversation. Uh, but it's going to be very, very difficult for you to have a face-to-face -face meetup in this environment. What I would suggest instead is that you call up, uh, just like with Jonathan, the, the advice that, uh, that Keith gave Jonathan, call up, be empathetic, have a conversation listen to their current situation, what's happening in their business. If it makes sense to meet with them at that point, what I would suggest doing is ask them to schedule a video call with you, just like what we're doing right here. So get your camera out, sit down, have a conversation. You can do face-to-face. -face. This is virtual selling, but unless you're able to get them to come out of their building and meet with you, say, in a parking lot where you can maintain some distance, and that, by the way, is happening, it's going to be almost impossible for you to get someone to meet with you face-to-face. Any other questions? Give me a question. What do we got? This is a comment from a producer. Uh, I want to know what a salesperson can do to set up their Zoom meetings in such a way that it looks professional and it looks clean. 
Okay, perfect. So the question is, if I'm going to schedule a video meeting, how do I set it up so it's professional and clean? And uh, if we can, uh, we've got Keith over there. So let's take a look at Keith real quickly. If you can see Keith on screen, we've been working with Keith and his setup all week long. So our, um, our uh, head of our studio over here, uh, David Montessori, who's sitting over here at social distancing, just enough for me. That's why you can't see people on screen because we're practicing social distancing. Uh, but uh, Keith over here, we've been working on him. You can see the TV behind him. You can see he's working off an iPad. You can see that he's framed very, very well. Um, and, and he's got a webcam and he's not looking into his computer. So the number one thing you can do is use a webcam, not, not your computer cam. So you're not looking down into the computer or you don't have a, a mess behind you. Um, look at your background, try to get a great background. Getting a TV on a stand is an easy way to do that. Uh, or, or just put a bookcase behind you. That's fine as well. But the key, the keys to a good virtual call are essentially making sure that you have the right audio so that you're not bouncing off all over the place. So you notice that I'm not echoing when I'm speaking. So make sure you have good audio. Make sure that you have good lighting so that people can see you. Make sure that you don't have a window behind you. Uh, and make sure that you have a good webcam and that you framed yourself so that you're looking at the camera, not down into the camera. Keith, we don't have any other questions today. So that does conclude the daily sales briefing. And if you want to get the replays of the, sell, the, the daily sales briefing, you can go to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com forward slash sales gravy, youtube.com forward slash sales gravy. There is a playlist there for the daily sales briefing. If you want to listen to them, go to the sales gravy podcast on, uh, on iTunes, on Google Play, on Spotify. Go listen to them. All the, all the, uh, the daily sales briefings, briefings are up on both of those places. Thank you very much. We'll see you on Monday. Thousands of sales professionals and companies from around the globe have already enrolled in our master online course called Selling in a Crisis. Through 44 studio quality videos and lessons, you'll learn exactly what you need to do right now to outsell this crisis. Check it out for yourself or your entire team at crisis.salesgravy.com. That's crisis.salesgravy.com. And you can save 50% with this podcast-only coupon, Crisis 50. That's Crisis 50.